0: Hello listeners and welcome to the Veterans Care Association and Timor Awakening podcast. The Timor Awakening program is an 11-day immersive, holistic and peer-to-peer veterans program that has a singular vision to promote the health and well-being of veterans and their families. We are currently running programs both domestically on the Gold Coast at St. George's Defence Holiday Suites as well as internationally in Timor-Leste. We use the Team Awakening programs as an opportunity to sit down with our participants, either one-on-one or in a group setting, and conduct podcast interviews to capture their stories and their lessons learned, providing insights that we can all learn from as we as veterans and wounded healers go through our own journeys and help others do the same. We'll be covering a whole range of topics including defense transition, mental health, relationships, veteran suicide, peer mentoring, PTSD, and post-traumatic growth. So whether you're out and about, listening to this at home or driving in your car, we do trust that you'll get a lot out of listening to our participants. Thank you and enjoy. Alrighty, welcome back listeners. It's Michael Albrecht again here and we're um, conducting what will most likely be the last interview of TA. 20, because uh, the guys are about to board the bus and uh, head off on some activities out and about, but sitting down with me, I have one and only Dawn Ubergang. Did I get that pronunciation wrong? Wow, I nailed it. Yep. <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> I did cheat, though. I had to, I had to rehearse that pre-interview. Pre so, uh, so, Dawn... Um, Contrary to what we've done in the past, we're not going to so much go into people's um, military background, obviously all, all people's husbands' uh, military background. This is more about looking through the lens of um, peer mentoring because that's essentially the theme of, of this Team or Awakening is be people being trained to be peer mentors. So I guess just to um, maybe pick up pick up where any previous interview themes would have left off, what first brought yourself and your husband to Team Raw Awakening and the VCA sort of uh, family?
1: I think we were at that time of life where we both had fairly full careers, yep. but we had all made we always made a decision once we'd given up full-time work that yep. for us, um, you know, work isn't necessarily paid work. So it was now our time to give back to community and society um, and hopefully use some of the skill sets that perhaps we'd used in our civic careers yep. uh, or military careers in the mm. case of my husband and actually put it into a volunteer yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, both Lee and I have done other volunteer work outside the kitchen mm-hmm. space, mm-hmm. um, but Lee, as with a lot of vets that are struggling with uh, different health issues or emotional issues, yep. went to an organisation called Open Arms, and then yep. as, as life has it, you sort of stumble across people that you know fall into your path for a reason. Then yep. suddenly we bumped into Gary doing visa, doing an Open Arms course, ended up learning about VCA, and that provided a great opportunity for Lee and I to get. Back into uh, volunteering mm. after COVID, yeah. But also in a situation where we could um, do something together. Mm-hmm. Um, historically, before that, the other volunteering work we did, him I might be in Africa, he might be in Laos, wow,
0: uh, okay. and we didn't
1: do things together. So this mm. was a, a joint thing that mm. we could could move ahead with. That we could, yeah, we could do what we'd always wanted to do, and hopefully help others. And yeah. through that, you know, our awards are just seeing the benefits that perhaps, you know. Rewards of the work we can give to other people.
0: Maybe let's just touch on that very quickly. So what's been some of the international sort of aid or volunteer uh, work that your husband and yourself have done in the past?
1: Uh, I I sort of retired earlier than Lee Hmm. uh, and always have a passion for travel and Africa. Right. So by volunteering, I could sort of put the two together. So I just jumped online, looked for volunteering opportunities rather than pay Go to a travel agent. Go for these paid volunteering opportunities. Yep. Jumped line, found an organisation in the states run by the Catholic Church yep. that were running an orphanage in outside of Nairobi in Kenya. Seven hundred and fifty children. Yep. They were in the they were in the orphanage due to losing po- both parents to AIDS. Wow. Okay. So. When I left work, I went back and did a degree in natural medicine. Yeah. So I felt I could go back and work in the space of natural medicine and health and hygiene. Mm-hmm. So I just went to Kenya and wow. with those kids for three months. Yeah. Lee, on the other hand, when he uh, left the workforce, he went straight into marine rescue, a yep. domestic-based volunteer role, mm-hmm. uh, and then he got excited about overseas opportunities as, as well, and ended up working for MIVAC, which do they they build water supply for people in. Countries like Laos, Mm, mm.
0: uh,
1: Timor, etc., and just bring a water supply from the hills down to the villages that have absolutely no water or sanitation.
0: Wow, and that's something. And I
1: I just taught English while he was doing
0: that. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) And that's something that Lee's interested in 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 Timor as well. Yeah, he
1: sees an opportunity there as well. Um, And the agency, the other NGO he works for, obviously have the funds to be able to allocate to the projects without drawing on the funding of know, the agency. Yeah,
0: here. yeah, fantastic. Well, you guys are certainly no stranger to the idea of, you know, uh, co- contributing and, um, you know, giving back to the community. That's something you've been doing for, for how long? Would, when would you have first started in Africa and he doing what he was doing?
1: Fifteen years.
0: Probably. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's um, and Lee probably more
1: around ten, I
0: think. Decent innings? Yeah,
1: decent,
0: decent <laughs> innings. <laughs> and um, circling kind of back to the Team War Awakening program specifically, this one exactly, um, you know, what is it about? what's on offer in terms of peer mentoring and peer mentor or peer mentoring training that appeals to you um, guys?
1: Well, the thing on offer for me, again, it was something we could do together, but mm-hmm. also I'm coming in for as, a, as a spouse peer mentor. Yep. Because whilst VCA are very focused on vets, mm. we all know that, you know, the the, the issues and – yeah. You know that are going on flow down to family. They do. So I could possibly bridge that gap and get involved with the wives. Yeah. Because of having walked in the shoes of a yeah a serviceman, I can relate on that level and bring the, um, you know perhaps the training that I had through doing my natural medicine degree, bring in some other health and wellness. Fantastic sort of coaching. It's
0: great. I love having different perspectives on the on the program. I love having a, a sprinkle of uh, non-defense people because they always bring, you know, and obviously a, a spouse of a of um, somebody who's been in the military has walked and been in that environment quite extensively. But even someone who's in the military at all is fine and uh, hugely beneficial in my eyes because they bring different perspectives, they bring different things that veterans simply don't have. Mm, agree. Yeah. Um, and what's kind of next for you guys? So this program is going to wrap up in a couple of days. Um, what's sort of the first, first cab off the rank after here?
1: Um, going to Timor. Yep. And secondly, um, Lee is also going back on another fact-finding mission in Timor to identify, uh, outside of Same, which I believe where the TAFE Main surface, is, yep, yep. Um, the MAVAC, the other NGO, also has additional funds to actually bring other water supply to more remote villages. Perhaps that have nothing yep. in Timor. So this is like the first um, pilot project, I suppose, in terms of the work they can do yeah. in the country in Timor yep. and look for further opportunities Whilst there for him. So, Lee's just returned from Timor for Yeah, the previous trip. TA-19, but I yeah. think he'll need to go back and do more investigative studies mm. a- around locating other locations where they can do further
0: work. It sounds like he'll be doing some of his own right. kind of solo stuff.
1: Solo, as yeah. in, yeah. well, I think they're going to work together, yeah. which is great. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. There's more power in doing things Absolutely. together than going off and doing duplication with same sure. organisations doing the same, doing same things. So yeah, which is really often what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, cool. Well, that sounds like some pretty uh, meaningful and um, you know, good work that's being done there and being planned. Yeah, I guess just uh, lastly, in terms of the last few days, the specific sessions and the specific lessons that uh, there has been, what's jumped out at you as being something of particular note that you'd like to yeah. carry forward and pass on to other people as a peer mentor?
1: Uh, in terms of encouraging people
0: to come on the program? Yeah, that, that as well. Also technical skills and, and you know some of the... Uh, techniques that you've learnt over the last few days?
1: Yeah, I think the importance for me is sort of um, understanding when you're first looking at people to bring into the program the initial sit-down experience, mm-hmm. of going down and establishing exactly where they are in life, yep. perhaps identifying parts within the program that, we, you know, we really need to work hard
0: Yeah. With, with
1: them on. But just sort of getting to know your client, Yeah. So, well, we call them clients, <laughs> yeah. so, so to speak, and um, as I said, just moulding them and shaping them to get the best out of the program that you no. guys are offering but assuring they're safe.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, every veteran's going to be in a different part of their journey. Aren't they? They're going to be right everywhere from you know doing you know, reasonably functioning but just need a few tweaks here and there or a few ideas to someone who's really in a bad place and anywhere in between. So it's about getting that reading and knowing what you can and can't do for them immediately and what needs to be sort of arranged with other people. At that stage, so fantastic. Already, Dawn, look, I don't want to keep you too long as I know that uh, you want to go and get ready and get changed and um, hit the bus. Uh, Is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up there?
1: No, but other than anyone else that's looking to to do some good work, get into volunteering, there's plenty out there that'll work around your skill (laughs) set.
0: Fantastic, there certainly is. Already, Dawn, thank you so much for that and uh, I'll chat to you next time.
1: Thank you, you're welcome
0: thank you so much for listening guys and if you do have any comments or questions feel free to reach out to us at support at veteranscare.com.au and we do of course encourage you to share this podcast out to anyone who you feel may benefit from it thank you so much and we look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast bye for now